What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross Like Music. And this is the Super Sunny Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic, Cosmic Radio. Twisted Soul. Futuristica Radio. You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com. Welcome, 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 friends who are tuned in to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast. Uh, my name's Imran. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for your time and your company. As always, it's massively appreciated. So very much hope you uh, enjoy our show today. I'm sure you will. This is episode 110 uh, of the Blue and Green podcast. And this episode sees us venture all the way over to Denver, Colorado to talk with uh, La Molly, uh, the Blue and Green radio presenter, UK Vibe reviewer. Denver, Colorado broadcaster, DJ, actor, artist, and keen gardener. Uh, <laughs> uh, La Molly uh, is. Um well, at the time of this recording, uh, Molly has racked up uh, with us 109 uh, radio shows uh, for uh, for Blue and Green Radio, uh, 28 contributions to uh, a series uh, she kind of co-created uh, in Four Corners, uh, and I believe this is her eighth appearance on the Blue and Green podcast. So uh, it is always a massive pleasure to spend time um, with uh, Molly, just hanging out and just talking music and stuff and uh, finding out about her innumerable successes uh, in between um, our conversations which um, I'm always such a joy to hear about uh, and her continued uh, successes and growth and it's just really really exciting so um, to uh, uh, for today's episode uh, we kind of have the opportunity because I've, I've been toying around just as a podcast thing as a way to kind of connect with with artists in between projects so to speak and as well as something to kind of uh, use for blue and green radio presenters I was working on the idea of a music questionnaire so we could kind of zero in on certain specifics of music fandom because um, I'm fascinated by people's connection to music and that's a large part of what this podcast is about it's about exploring that as a presenter as a, as a dj as a radio presenter and as uh, as an artist and how and why you create and uh, i find it fascinating and i i love that this podcast is a vehicle to explore that so um, our questionnaire that we're uh, kind of unveiling for the first time for today's episode unofficially in a way it was supposed to be somewhat unofficially well uh, kind of but it became like a 30 minute kind of uh, chat with Molly about the questions that we presented so sort of officially this is the first episode and uh, what a perfect uh, subject to kind of use this um, to kind of uh, explore these questions with um, yes I'm, I'm getting quite rambly now but it's a lot of fun this episode and I hope you guys will enjoy it as we kind of uncover a bit more about uh, Molly's uh, kind of specific uh, fandom details and how she views the music world around her um, mainly listeners will know uh, regular listeners will know we feature two songs per episode uh, the guest uh, will pick uh, the closing number in this case of course it's the Molly uh, with another fantastic closing 
uh, track for our show today. Uh, but I had the luxury of picking our opener, and I figured based on picking this one based on our conversation um, uh, on the actual episode today, and I'm going to pick something from Tina Marie. Uh, I thought it'd be yeah. Well, it's explained in the conversation why I'm picking Tina Marie and why I'm picking Square Beers. Um, but I'm gonna the version of the song I'm gonna use is from the John Morales uh, presents Tina Marie uh, compilation love songs and funky beats this is available through pbe records and i thought it'd be a nice spin for our show today uh thank you so much uh to molly uh for um obviously just hanging out and me invading her time for another hour or so uh it's always a pleasure and i hope we get to do these way more often and um these questionnaires that were there was so much fun so we'll look forward to doing these uh with people as well so uh thanks very much for tuning in friends i very much hope you enjoy the show and without further ado ladies and gentlemen is Tina Marie
Ladies call me Slick. Square! 
you're, so you're well, right? You're, you're doing good. You're having a nice uh, summer so far. Yeah, it's been um, a lot, like tumultuous, but in really good ways. Mm. A lot has changed. <laughs> What's, what's I know? Have they given you like the key to the city yet? I feel like you're you're like a I'm day away closer. from. <laughs> it's just yeah, closer. it's just you're becoming the queen of Denver, and it's amazing. I know, right? It's about time. <laughs> so yes, tell me about what how, what is what is happening? How is how is it all how's it all going? Your your star seems to to continually rise. Have you been? Do you get approached on the streets? No, well, okay. because it's like a an audio medium, you know, so people don't like. But you my... like, but you get like big like press interviews and stuff now. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. <laughs> there has been people will be talking to me and they're like, "How do I know your voice?" Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so well, I mean, we've, well, even that has a hundred answers. Do you still do the audio books as well? Um, I haven't in a while, but I'm going to start back up again because I quit my job. Wow. Yeah. It's like really scary. Congratulations. Yeah. I am so happy. It's just, you know, I've been talking for a really long time. Like the last time we talked, I was like, I want this year to be about whimsy and Mm. following my joy. And then I went into like a very deep depression based around like, just work. Like I was working so hard. I wasn't making any money. I was sacrificing every relationship in my life to work. And I was like, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this anymore. So I said, okay, I'm done. (laughs) And I don't know what I'm going to do now. I don't have a backup, but I don't care. It's like, I had to do that. I had to do it for my own health and sanity, you know? Mm -hmm. How long has it been there? Since you've since you left, I left like yesterday was my last day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We'll, we'll get through this. It's okay. It's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it, it is great. It's great. You, I mean, you've you've wanted it for so long. Yeah, and it's okay. This is really exciting. It is. It is. It's scary, but but it's also like I feel like I had to make room in my life for Mm. the things I wanted and I had no space really even for myself. So I just said, okay, I'm going to make the the things I want a priority. And I believe that, you know, the money will come with that. Mm. So just going with that. So, I mean, you're, you're still going to, it's like you've already, you're already working full time with everything that you have going on there, right? From I was literally just thinking that I was like, I don't think I have time for a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to time off. I mean, it's uh, no, it's oh, that's, that's so exciting. It is. Um, it is. So, like, what? Well, okay, so what is what is Monday going to be for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, Monday. Um, so I was um, selected by the city to paint a mural. And so Monday I start painting and that's what I'll be doing all next week. Well, that's as good an answer as anyone could really. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like uh, if I had to quit, it's like, well, at least I get to go do something else I love and I got a check for it. And so like, whatever. Wait, well, oh God, you blow my mind every time yeah. we talk. It's just this amazing. I told you, a lot has changed. Which is just <laughs> phenomenal. What? Yeah. Um, 
you feel free to jump in if I've, I'm not going to ask you something and you're thinking, huh, you've asked about the big one. Oh, <laughs> just good. tell me it though. Where, where are you? What are you painting? Where are you going to? Um, so it's, um, they're like trying to, um, just have more public art in, um, in the art district. So there's this strip of street in Denver where all of like the art galleries are. And, and so they're turning the utility boxes. I don't know if you have those there, but I, I don't know, but they're like big metal boxes that house probably electrical equipment or something okay, like that. Yeah. that. The city is probably for streetlights, I'm assuming. Sure, yeah. Um, but they're just kind of like ugly, you know, they're just these big metal boxes. So they commissioned um, six of us to um, each take like a street corner and do something different. Oh my gosh, that's so these boxes. cool. Yeah. You were doing the furniture stuff as well, right? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I It's like beyond, I, in my wildest dreams, I never would have, dreamt this up like (laughs) it's pretty crazy i'm very intimidated but like i know i can do it it's just absolutely i've never done anything like this before so do you know what you're going to do or are you gonna wait yeah hits you on the day yeah we had to submit proposals so it's all already laid out um it's about because that neighborhood is largely um, Latino. And so it's like you had to have a connection to the neighborhood and you had to sort of be um, displaying different aspects of Latino culture. So I chose um, this style of art called Talavera. And they're typically um, like tiles that you put in your kitchen, but they're also like all over flower pots and dishware. And it just reminds me of like my family's gardens and kitchens. And um, yeah, so I'm painting these boxes to look like little tiles. (laughs) Amazing. How how long do you, do you think it will take you to do that? Well, we have a week, so it it has to take a week. (laughs) So it's a good thing I quit my job because I'm probably going to have to be there from sunup to sundown. <laughs> yeah, you'd call in sick and everyone would walk past you on the way to oh, right. say hi. Right, because it is down the street from my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's amazing. Congratulations. Wow. Thank they you. are going to give you the key to the city. You're, you're days know. away. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, and you're still doing the furniture stuff as well? Yeah. Um, and I've been painting like smaller things cause they're also going to let us, um, they're unveiling it at this art walk event in August. And so they're going to let us sell our stuff. So I've been painting smaller things recently, um, to gear up just to have like stock. Oh gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Um, and you, you mentioned DJing as well. How's that going? It's fun. It's so fun. And and it's fun in a way because I'm like just starting out. So I have a whole lot to learn. And normally in those situations where like I have a lot to learn, I get um, upset, I guess, when I don't do something right. Like I have just a complex that everything has to be perfect. And I'm not doing everything right in this situation. It doesn't mean it's still like fun. People are having fun. But I have so much to learn. And instead of being like frustrated at that, it's really exciting to me 
to learn those things. And I can't wait to be an even better DJ. And um, a friend of mine approached me because he wants to start like this arts collaborative where they um, bring in artists like music that I play um, from around the world to the different neighborhoods of Denver. And so I'm, I've started working with him to make that happen and become like an actual organization. And we threw a party as like the first um, event of many like that. And now it was such a success. We're like planning so many more and it's just, it's really exciting. Yeah. Um, what, so when you're DJing, do you have like a sign in front of you, in front of your, your arrangement that says no requests? (laughs) (laughs) No bad bunny. (laughs) (laughs) We've evolved from Despacito to bad bunny now. (laughs) uh so i mean what do you like how much um i'm always curious about this how much like um preparation do you do before a set do you uh, i think i asked you this last time as well but do you i'm curious if it's changed i guess do you meticulously plan everything or do you just have a rough idea and you kind of go with how people respond to what you're playing in that moment um well it depends on how much time and uh like I have beforehand. So for this gig that we had last week, I mean, I had like a month and it was really, I I was like, I wanted it to be perfect. So I practiced like two times a week and um, I put a lot of time and thought and effort into it. But then I had a gig a couple days after that, that like I did it the day before. And I have a gig tomorrow that I'm still not done with the playlist yet. So I mean, it just kind of depends on and on what it is. Like, tomorrow, I'm DJing for a farmer's market. So I don't have to think about like, the ebb and flow of people's energy for dancing, right? So yeah. yeah. Oh, amazing. And you're you're enjoying it. I love it. It's so fun. Is it nerve wracking? Is it really scary? I imagine it would be. Well, like, you know, I I have a drink or two before, so I'm <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it. I mean, every time you perform, even though DJing is not really performing, but also kind of it is. Um, but every time I perform, I get like, you know, a little bit of butterflies. But that's what makes it a good show, I think, is because like you care about it. So yes. you want to be good. Yeah, it's that commanding of the room as well, isn't it? Where where everyone's looking to you in that moment and you 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 hold them or you you don't isn't it and it's yeah and if I'm not if I don't look like I'm enjoying myself why would they don't why would they (laughs) you know yeah it's yeah it gosh I imagine it's uh uh yeah super intimidating but um but no amazing it's incredible to see that evolution uh for yourself obviously from from say radio specifically to kind of yeah. to performing in that context I, I imagine it's petrifying but um I mean you know I'm a pro- I've been performing most of my life yes so yeah, that's, yeah yeah that's it's not any different and I don't have to memorize any lines so <laughs> it's so much easier uh well and, and speaking of which you have uh I I saw your recent review on uh for Steve's uh UK Vibe you, you, you know reviews are still going fun as well right 
Yeah, I'm having fun. I did tell him I had to step out like back for a little bit just because I've just been so burnt out. Wow. And um, so I still owe him one. So sorry, Steve. It's coming. I promise. <laughs> I keep telling him I'll have it for you in a few days and two weeks later. Um, but yeah, I've just been so just overwhelmed with t- like no time. So oh I love doing them. Sure. Um and they're fun and it's enjoyable and it's cool to like think about music more than just like, cause I don't like everything that I get as far like it wouldn't be what I would choose to put on. Some of it absolutely is like, yes, I would have bought this album. And like, you know, sometimes he sends me salsa, which is not a music genre that I particularly relate to. So to have to think of what like, the actual quality of the music rather than do I like this or not? You know, like, is it, what about this? Is it, is, makes it good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. I mean, it's, it's, um, uh, we, we, we spoke before, uh, uh, sort of about the idea of reviews and kind of, I don't know, it's difficult to know what the expectations are for it because I know you and I both said we we would never do a grade (laughs) below four for yeah. example and I, I i've he sent me stuff several times where i'm i mean mu- critiquing music is such a bizarre thing to do because it's critiquing art and yeah the idea that i could well for me maybe it's just my low self-esteem but the <laughs> idea that i could someone could create a, a, a piece of music an album and that I'm going to, you know, and they could take, they could obviously have incredible skill to, to create the music and write it and plan it and record it and mix it. And to do all this stuff, with, with, whether it's just them or a band. And the idea that I, in my arrogance, could say, you've, you've missed the mark and you haven't, you haven't created what you intended to. And for them to say, well, mm-hmm. yes, I have. Like, <laughs> you didn't like it and that's fine. Right. But the idea that I'm going to put a judgment on it and say, this is not good it's just such a bizarre thing sometimes steve will kindly pass on um like a response from uh whether it's the agent or the label or the artist and just to say oh that they were really happy with the review and sometimes i i, I co you know for me i'll go oh that's nice that's that's cool that they liked it but then i kind of wonder like from steve's perspective like does steve go well that it doesn't mean is is that what steve wants yeah because is that if it's just people like like us just saying this is great this is brilliant this is great then is steve gonna say well i I want a more fair reflection yeah of 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 the music and if we all say everything is great i know then what's the purpose of reviewing it to an extent Well, he, he told me something like that, that kind of changed my mind about only do the things that you love, you know, because, um, what did I say? I said something like, oh, I I love everything I review. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't make for a very well-rounded site though. And I was like, oh, I never thought about that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's, it's, well, but it's, it's a strange thing, right? To say that this is. is something is, you know, if, if you, I suppose also from Steve's perspective, I wonder that if he sends something to you 
and he thinks uh, it'll be good to review this, but I'm not really a fan of it. I, I, you know, for him, mm-hmm. I'll give this two out of five. And then you come back and say it's a five out of five. And he's like, oh, man, you know, because <laughs> it's are these people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it, critiquing and reviewing sort of musical art in any context, right? Right. It's, it's a strange kind of process. It is. It is. But I mean, I guess you could take the perspective that um, you are empowering the artist to do better next time. I think, you know, even if it's like a sort of, um, what, how do you call it? like a pretty raw review, right? Like this is not good stuff. Mm. Here's why. Here's why it doesn't hit with your audience. And then if they read that, maybe hopefully their ego isn't big enough that they can take it to heart. And there you help them create better art. See, That's perfect. I'm going to go with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So I expect to see a lot more threes. Yeah. Are you going to, have you done? I haven't seen the three from you yet. No, I haven't done no, any. I, I, I considered it for this album that I'm reviewing right now because some of it, it's fun. It's like 80s synth, like Venezuelan synth pop. Oh, that but great. it also sounds a lot like elevator music sometimes. Um. And so I was like, Ooh. but then, you know, see, they always get me with the story. And I read the story of the record label and how this record came to be. And I was like, well, I love that. <laughs> so... This story, Molly, that's exactly my my outlook on it. That's exactly my approach yeah. to it. Like That's how it, I've gotten so many heartbreaks. The story. The story. <laughs> <laughs> what, is it, what do you mean by that? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, because okay, we had a no, cute that was story of meeting. It was a really yeah. intriguing one. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> uh, but, no. But that's, well, the story. I'm, I, I, I made this realization with myself somewhat recently that I'm everything with me is about is the story even the review it's the story mm-hmm. behind it it's almost to the point where i can review if, if you know what i mean i can review an album without pressing play yep because it's everything yep. that's gone into it is what's interesting for exactly me. yeah i've never been able to describe music like the swirl yeah, and- cacophony of <laughs> And I feel the same way when he when he asked me to start doing these. I was like, I don't know shit about. I I don't even know musical terms. Yes. Like, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I still feel that way. I'm like, what is that? A drum that's playing right now? Like, <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah, and I read other people's reviews to try and see, like, not like, am I doing this right? But yeah. like, you know, am I getting across? the points that should be getting across and they just yeah they have all these words like bass and and (laughs) melody and i'm like i don't know (laughs) what are these yeah there's all kinds of strange kind of terms i guess you have to play the instrument to to fully understand yeah i don't get who gets I mean, I think probably other music geeks, yeah. but like, it sounds like you and me are neither of those, not in the same way anyway. No, not and like that. No. So we write for us, yes, people who don't know, but who want to know what the music is going to make them feel like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's this, this, oh, it's the story. You're absolutely, that's exactly right. It's exactly mm-hmm. the kind of the mm-hmm. outlook. To, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> 
we're a five out of five. <laughs> Brilliant. You set the standard as always, Molly. Very, very good. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> um, I got a... Uh, so, yes, um, I, I, mean, I should have opened with this, actually. Dude, you're at like 109 shows now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like 109. How amazing is that? Oh, it's really cool. We have to thought that's that was yeah. I I, I can imagine you weren't you don't count because you don't number them when you when you send them over. So I imagine. Yeah, that. I started counting and then I was like, I don't know, ten. I've, <laughs> I've lost count. <laughs> yeah, you're like a hundred and nine, which is amazing. That's crazy. Yeah, Steve hit his hundredth show as well, like uh, two weeks ago, which is mega that's exciting. exciting. Yeah. That's really nice. Thank you for everything. And like 20. No, dude, thank you. No, no, no. I think it's so, I I mean, I always wonder like how you even found me, but I'm so glad you did. Like this is another thing that I never in my wildest dreams would think I would be on the radio in the UK. Like what? (laughs) It's amazing. I don't need, I can't, I think it was, I think it was Twitter. I don't it remember. was Twitter, but it I was, had like seven followers. I was like, "How <laughs> in the world?" I honestly have no idea. I, I, I even, uh, I don't know. You, you, you. Well, you posted it was Twitter by way of SoundCloud, I guess, because you or the other way around. But um, mm. it was your that yeah, you were posting these amazing shows to SoundCloud, and I remember vividly. I think it was the first show of yours I listened to, uh, and that that you had uploaded, and you you likened a song to the um uh that experience of driving with like a busy car like a like you were driving and you've got like friends or family in the car and everyone's falling asleep and you're driving and you've kind of got this this sort of this kind of connection this intimate moment with the music that you're listening to and you've got this happiness to be with the people but it's this sort of solitary moment in you described it way better than i just did but that was the first show that you had kind of put up and i was like oh my god that's that's beautifully you know put and i'm like like what station is this on and then i looked for ages and um i was like you can't just be you know, doing this, like, you know, yourself, like the dedication to it, I just thought was, was beautiful. You were doing like two a month and you're really, I think we discussed this before, but your early, early shows, we could, you know, the mic wasn't, uh, you know, kind of perfect. And I loved that. And then it was like, Oh, you got a mic now. (laughs) Uh, And it was super cool. And uh, yeah, I just reached out and you kind of went, yeah, sure. And I thought, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. And then it happened. And then we've got 109 shows now. (laughs) Amazing. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Thank you <laughs> for everything. I had the idea of doing a, uh, I'm going to use you as a test subject, if I may. I had okay. the idea of, of doing this with you uh, because we, we tend to do uh, not quizzes, questionnaires, I think have kind of been our last few kind of episodes and um, like our last few conversations that we've had and uh, they've been super fun. Um, and I, I, I was coming up with this idea for these these podcasts to do these kind of questionnaires with people uh, about their musical habits and about mu- their music kind of um, things that they're into and uh, stuff like that. So I was preparing like an early batch of questions and I was going to fire some at you if you're happy to play along. Oh, these are my favorite. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay i'm just gonna do a, a few and then hopefully when i've got like a whole thing we can sit down and do like a whole 
a whole episode about your musical oh, that's fun. adventures. But I, I thought I'd run a few past you now to see uh, to see what you thought. So, um, right, I'm ready. Boom, 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 what's a good first one? Uh, okay. Uh, well, yeah. What is the song that put you on to your favorite artist? Oh, see, I don't know. How do I have a favorite artist? Um, this is hard because everything is my favorite. <laughs> but the correct answer is Prince, but that's okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my answer is probably like probably Tina Marie. And I, oh wow! That's oh awesome. yeah, I love her. I want to be her, but not you know alive. <laughs> um. I think the song was, I think it was just like listening to Square Biz, which isn't even nearly my favorite song of hers, but I was like, this is fun. <laughs> and then I found out she was like with Rick James, who's like incredible and, and that she was way cooler than him. And <laughs> yeah, I love her so much. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I've, I've gosh, I, I should spend more time with her, her, her music. Actually, I've got, Oh, I haven't got a huge amount, but no, I, yeah, Tina Marie, that's a great pick. That's a really great pick. Mm-hmm. People like, if you love Tina Marie, you're really, like, you're all in. You know, anyone that yeah. I know that's a fan of her, yeah, really adores her. And so that's, yeah, that's a good, that's a great pick. Uh, My dream has always been to have a cover band um, of hers. I don't sing, so I would just play the guitar, which is so fun. And just wear sequins and have a great time <laughs> that's what's the tea i already have this all all thought out it's a it's a just a tina marie cover band or just a cover band uh-huh. in general yeah no just her brilliant okay. what about bomba stereo I, I thought they they were good when it clinked. i know right <laughs> <laughs> no, i do love them and they hold a very special place in my heart but if you're talking like favorite favorite it's it's her for sure oh that's that's a great answer uh can you share your greatest concert memory oh my gosh okay well one time we went to see ll cool j whoa awesome uh, yeah and um he threw roses out in the crowd and i caught one and that was like my claim to fame (laughs) It's like pretty silly, but it was so fun. I don't know. I just, I go to concerts so much because I love them. My favorite thing to do is just watch the artists. I mean, I'll dance if it's like, if I'm in that kind of mood, but I just like to watch the people I love listening to, like do the thing they love. I think that's, it's so cool. That is, that is super cool. Is there someone, is there like a a favorite artist that, or is there an artist that you've never seen live that you really wanted to? Yeah, um, this band called Combo Chimbita. They came to Denver, and I don't—I probably couldn't find a babysitter or something like that. Mm. Um, but they just have like this incredible vibe, and they those kind of bands play like smaller venues, so it's really intimate, yeah. and it just would have been amazing. So I'm gonna make it happen next time. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, name a legendary and iconic artist whose music is firmly rooted into the fabric of popular culture, but who means absolutely nothing to you. 
Oh, oh. I mean, just one. Oh, is there more? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like a Madonna. Really, nothing for Madonna. Probably, yeah. I mean, I, there's like one song that has a great memory attached to it, but it's more about the person I was with mm. than anything else. But I just like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> um, who else? There's so many. <laughs> yeah, any, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, I don't care. I super don't care about that. <laughs> um, <sighs> Madonna's an interesting yeah. one, yeah. That's, that's, that's a really good answer. As a kid, I would have, you know, cared a little bit more, mm. but I just like, yeah, whatever. Oh, here's a good one. Do you consider music videos relevant anymore in today's musical scene? Yeah, that's hard. I mean, they're not to me, but I can't say that I don't watch them, you know, like, but also, I mean, that's part of my job a little bit. Um like sometimes if there's a song I like and and that's the only way I can hear it before I decide to buy it, right? Mm. Then I'll watch the video. But I do wonder why people still make them. Yeah. Yeah, I I I can't think of I'm the the only when I think of music videos, the only one I can think of re- in somewhat recent times that I kind of thought wow was the um the Donald Glover uh i've forgotten it uh this is uh this oh, is america. About america yeah, yeah like that blew my mind um i but, didn't even watch that <laughs> oh have you you haven't seen it no it's really it's, i know i saw him dancing without his shirt on but yeah it. but it's it's i really recommend it like it's it's okay. quite a visceral video and he does do a lot of dancing with that show and that's yeah, yeah there is but it's it's more of a it's it's quite a um uh political kind of uh yeah imagery the imagery that's the word it's a really powerful video um yeah Hmm. but i i maybe you convinced me yeah oh definitely honest i really really uh would recommend i'd be interested to know what you thought of it it's a really incredible video um but i i can't think of anything yeah like i just like you said i can't think why almost they make them anymore yeah because they're like a marketing tool, right? Mm. But like, there's nowhere to market them. I mean, YouTube, but I don't, yeah, I don't know people that just go watch music videos on YouTube. I don't know. It's, it's always been curious to me mm. once MTV became something else. Yeah. Is there a, is there a, a, a music video from, from years ago or, or anything that you ever saw, thought that's a great, uh, music video even if it was like from you know 10 20 years ago oh probably uh don't go chasing waterfalls by tlc oh wow okay yeah because it was like really simple but then they turned into water and it was like what <laughs> it was so cool <laughs> just blew my little mind brilliant technology um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I've got okay. Here we go. This is a good one. This is a good, uh, conversational one. MP3 yay or MP3 killed the music industry? That's a great question. Oh, well, the thing is, I think like 
you have to keep up with what's happening as far as the advance of technology, right? Mm-hmm. So like the what what does suck about them is that you can now just buy the one song and as we know of people who review albums and not just us, I mean other people know that too, but the album tells a story. And yeah. so you miss out on the story and the real artistry of curating a selection of your work, which I feel for the artist is a piece of them. And so it's like you miss out on getting to know the artists that you love so much when you can just buy it piecemeal. That's a, that's a nice, that's a, yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. More sad way of putting it. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. It, it is interesting. It, it's completely changed everything, didn't it? Like just sort of the way people were just like, you could just send it. And it's that simple, yeah. isn't it? You just... I mean, that part is cool. <laughs> yeah. But I also miss like making mixtapes yeah. <laughs> for my friends or for my little boyfriends. Like it's not the same uh, a, a playlist. Yes. And you don't know if they're going to listen to it, but then I can give you an actual CD and tell you, look, this is how I feel about you. <laughs> nope, that's gone. There goes all my flirting. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah, you can't just create a Spotify playlist now, and it doesn't have the same impact, does it? <laughs> no. Uh, well, on that note, what, what else kind of like? Are there other kind of things about being like a music fan from you know again ten, twenty years ago that 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 isn't there anymore that you kind of miss, even if it's spending time in record stores or watching music you know more music videos being you know i remember the excitement of like a michael jackson video airing yeah. they would announce it like a week in advance and you'd yeah they were and... like events yes it's they were events yeah. it's exactly right yeah and that sort of side of music doesn't really exist anymore now does it yeah it is kind of sad but you know what i appreciate is not having to wear a cd player <laughs> And the inside of my shorts. <laughs> that was really hard and bulky. So it's nice that it could just fit in my pocket. Um, no, I think, I mean, it's pros and cons, right? Like you lose some of the like uh, connection between you and the artist, even though it's not like a physical one, but like you're learning about them and they're, I think that's why like people mourn so much when like older artists dies like you helped me become me through your work so you feel this like deep connection with them and so some of that might get lost might but I think it definitely the ability is still there but then there's like the pro where it's it's so much more accessible and not just like sharing or like you know you don't you don't even have to buy music anymore which is great democratically speaking you know um though people should be paid for their art, but mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. That's a hard one. But but I do think it's cool that people can just have it at their fingertips and you can take it with you in so many other places. Um, you know, like in the garden, I don't have to sit in silence. <laughs> I can listen to my music or whatever, you know. Um we can have a soundtrack with us all the time. And I think that's pretty cool too. 
That is very cool. Can I ask how how do you listen to music? Do you uh are you you know do you, is it Spotify? Are you are you a vinyl junkie or like how how do you, how do you kind of consume music? How interesting. Um. So I I tried Spotify, but then I just felt really weird just with their whole like just like ethically, I guess. Right. <laughs> Um, so I don't really use it anymore here and there. I might, um, if there's like a cute boy who sent me a song, <laughs> I'll redownload it real quick. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I really just listened to whatever the app was that was on my phone right. and I just listened to it on my phone or in the car. <laughs> I was joking cause I barely bought my first pair of like even decent speakers <laughs> And I'm like a, a radio host and a DJ, and I didn't own speakers. <laughs> it's kind of mind-blowing to me. Like, what are you doing, girl? Um, but yeah. So I, it's as important as it is to me. Like, what I like to do, honestly, is just put it in my headphones and, like, kind of disappear for a little while. Mm-hmm. So if I'm listening to music, I'm, like, painting or I'm cleaning, and, uh, and I just use it to, like, go into Molly world and sort of... <laughs> Yeah, like do something I, I'm because cleaning, I enjoy cleaning too, but do something I enjoy and have some good music that I can like yell out and no one can hear me, even <laughs> myself, which is good. That, that's excellent. It's, yeah, I was just thinking what you said about like albums as well. I mean, it's, I remember reading online, about, it was an artist who posted something about obviously kind of the way things are now and how people kind of consume music and um just that he and like as part of like his label was that they had made that decision that just albums weren't kind of the future of things anymore and it was about Mm -hmm. releasing sort of singles or short eps and things like that and i always found that that's quite a sad state of affairs you know if 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 there was going to be that decided decision to just sort of not create albums in that way anymore then that that's unfortunate that it was kind of that people would feel that there was no audience for it you know yeah and it's I think it's got to be hard as an artist to like weigh making art that's going to also make you money or making art that you really feel represents what you want to do you know like and sometimes unfortunately where your creative brain takes you isn't necessarily marketable yeah so you have to shorten it or you know that's hard though yeah like should you have to make that sacrifice or do people just have to deal with it (laughs) yeah it's so difficult isn't it because obviously it i mean you're in a I suppose if you're sort of an independent artist now, you're in a situation where you can look at every kind of metric available. You know, if you're selling a musical mm-hmm. band camp or if you're streaming on Spotify, you can see who's listened to what, how long it was listened to, you know, what was popular and what wasn't. Um, and I suppose a lot of those decisions can be made on, on that. And it's like, well, you know, people aren't, you know, if I put out a five, song project people only seem to be listening to the first three they don't go to four and five for whatever reason it's yeah it's it's kind of unfortunate that you kind of have to hinder yourself in that capacity but 
it's just there's no template to anything is there i mean you could just persevere no. against all odds and then boom it it you 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 break through and um or you could persevere and, and say, no, I'm, I'm going to go for the full thing. And no one checks it out. You haven't got the money to, you haven't recouped your money and you can't do any more. I mean, what do, what do you do? It's crazy. Yeah. But I will say what I think is so cool about this moment in music is that all these like platforms and and technology at our fingertips has really democratized music in a way that has opened doors for people that n- can't afford instruments or yeah. classes or or don't have access to whether it's money or not you know and so they can just be literally there's this whole genre of like bedroom pop yes. where kids are just making music in their bedroom with their computer and it's and it's just as good as anything else. And it represents really like an identity of a whole generation of people. I think it's so cool that they're able to do that. Yes. Brilliant point. You're absolutely right. You can literally just do stuff in your bedroom without having to secure studio time or even, even a label and you can put it out and you can, you know, if, if the stars align, then you're able to kind of break through and uh, reach an audience in that way. So you're, yeah, you're, you're right. Absolutely. And it's, I suppose that, the the counter to that is there's so many people now able to do that so whilst you're yeah. you can create your own direct line with an audience you still have to find it and that's again you know bitch yeah so and that's got to be such a grind like yeah so much work to 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 make that happen and then like now if you're getting into it i wonder if there is an audience mm-hmm. because it's so saturated yeah. you know so yeah, maybe like five years ago, that was <laughs> YouTube was where to go. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, I'm happy I'm not having you know, kind of an artist in that capacity trying to break through. But yeah, as yeah. In, when you release your album, I'm sure it's going to go great. But uh, it will no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have I have two more uh, mm-hmm. questions. What? Uh, actually, which one should we do? Um, oh, okay, we'll go with a negative one. What style of music would you say you definitively do not like? Oh, classical. Really? Yeah. I like classical. It's really? Nice. Yeah. I think it kind of stems Good. from movie scores. You know, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. oh yeah okay um, <laughs> or no that's good they need they need someone to like them <laughs> oh gosh uh, oh okay hmm. uh. <laughs> i just uh, i can't i can't relate i don't know i don't get it i i just don't get it um trying to think of something that could woo you uh classical wise what about no. Uh-uh. no, I'll take the last. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll move on. Uh, is there any other genres that you, you, you would cite as just it's not for me? Oh, almost anything my child listens to. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still not connecting musically? No, there's like a couple songs though, like recently that I I'm into, but. For most, it's like, I'm like, where do you even find this stuff? You're in kindergarten. 
<laughs> um, he's not in kindergarten. But no, that's I know. Like. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I don't know. It's like a bunch of just, well, okay, I just said how great YouTube was, but it's a bunch of crap from YouTube. <laughs> What else is oh? What else is he watching on YouTube at the moment? Well, like he watches like you know I think we talked about this like yeah. people playing video games. Yeah. But they're also rappers too, I guess, and they're not good. Like objectively, it's not good. <laughs> but he loves it. Uh, what they're rapping while playing video games or? Oh, about <laughs> the video games, it's just so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, 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 what is it my, um, my, my daughter's watching? She's watching people play video games, but they kind of edit the video games kind mm-hmm. of in like, like Minecraft, for example, she's, she's watching stuff like that, but people are editing it into a, a story. Like a story. Yep. Yeah. Same. And they're narrating Ugh, it. And it's why? like, I, you know, I'm, we could watch a cartoon or you could play Minecraft. <laughs> this makes no sense. Like this sort of in between. I know. And um, it's weird to me. Sorry, YouTubers, but like they're these like they're like adults and they're <sighs> Yeah, when you watch them play care. games that they have, like, you know, you're you, you know, like Andy's watching them play video games that she already owns and it's like, mm-hmm. why don't we just play the game? And she's yeah. like, Well no, this guy's good. It's like oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the one I think probably the weirdest thing I heard. Thankfully, and um, my 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 daughter wasn't watching it. It was her her buddy, her her best friend that was that was watching. Um, are you? Oh gosh, what are the the letters? Have you? Uh, are you familiar with? Is it AMSR? Oh, ASMR. Yeah, ASMR. Right. So mm-hmm. she her friend was watching on youtube um certain i think it was a, a, a it was a it was a lady a, a specific lady do yeah that asmr stuff is it sorry it was as or amsr asmr asmr yes and she was like i don't know making sounds and like licking lollipops and chewing <laughs> stuff and it's just literally for the the worst stuff it is it's pretty and it's like a whole i got a bit fascinated with it like i didn't watch it i was almost just reading about it and i because someone i don't know someone on the tv show mentioned that they to unwind watch a woman uh rap presents uh on youtube <laughs> And I and they said her name, and I was like, "Well, that can't be a thing." So I looked it up, and that's the woman. It was like she, the woman from the telly, and she's like, "I'm gonna wrap this present now." And as you get the sellotape, and it's all the sounds, and it's like, "What's happening?" This is like it takes a half an hour to wrap a present, and it's and it's like a whole a whole thing. And yeah, this 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 ten year old girl is like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sit down and watch some." ASMR. And you know what's the most messed up part about that is that lady is probably so rich. <laughs> and every time I see these people, I'm like, oh my God, I continue to pick the wrong profession. <laughs> you could fear into that. You're a great voiceover artist. No, I've actually, I've thought about it. <sighs> yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. What, like, would you... I don't know. I mean, what what what's your knowledge of it? Could you could you do could you you know? Would you know what to do? 
I wouldn't do the weird sound stuff. No, because right. I don't get it. Um, but a friend's a friend's husband said that. Um, well, I don't know if I should be giving away my good ideas, but he said that I should be like telling um, like folklore tales. So it's kind of like bedtime stories, but like mythology, right? Oh, wow. so I think that's kind of cool. I never did it because it was like a lot of research and I'm tired. <laughs> but <laughs> would it, I got time now. Would it be would it be research or wouldn't is it just reading it? Well, oh, well, I see that's the thing. I looked into it. That's where it gets tricky is because that stuff's copyrighted and you can't um like reread someone's work oh. on the internet for profit and of course why would I do it if it wasn't for profit so that's out because I did think of I could just read stories I had this idea I was going to read feminist literature in ASMR and just whatever but you know you can't because it's not in the public domain so I would have to write my own script you could read UK vibe reviews <laughs> Oh my god! That is so good. All the jazz geeks will head over to. Oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> that's a really good idea. Steve, I love the it. Moon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and we could talk about all those those all the terminology that that stumps us. We could just talk shit like five eighths <laughs> rhythm. What, what is that? Five eighths signature, and he played a, a double time shenanigan or something like that <laughs> so good oh gosh what the jazz That's geeks funny. love it <laughs> <laughs> uh well okay it's interesting you considered it oh wow that's really cool yeah i might oh. still we'll see we'll see what what time happens copyright is such a oh gosh it's such a bizarre minefield to try to wrap your head around it but Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. If I could prepare a script for you, would you do it? Sure. Okay. Yeah, the less work I have to do, the better. <laughs> My dream is to just be the talent everywhere I go, and I have to prepare nothing. <laughs> um. Okay. Mm, I'm going to sit on that for a moment. Okay. Um, my final question. I've kept you for like an hour. I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, my... it's so fun. I'm loving it. Oh, brilliant. That's excellent. Thank you. My final question. What musical instrument would you like to learn to play? The accordion. Really? Very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. It's my favorite instrument. But I don't get it at all. <laughs> Have you ever played it? I think it would be fun. No. I bought my son like a toy one. Um, he didn't get it. He's like, what? And I think it had a hole in it anyway, so <laughs> it didn't work. But <laughs> it was more for me to look at. <laughs> and, um, but they, no, I've never like, I don't even think I've touched a real one, but I just love how they sound and the, the very different sounds you could make from that one instrument. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's really, that's a great answer. That's a really great answer. Okay. Uh, What's yeah. yours? Oh, that's very kind. Um, I, I, you know, as a as a kid, I've always been obsessed with it, and I always promised myself I would, I would, I would sort of sit down and try and do it. But it was a boring answer. It was piano, uh, and for the longest oh, yeah. time, I wanted to do it, and I, I took lessons, but I had a very um, uninspiring teacher, 
Mm. And she just sucked any kind of enjoyment. <laughs> and I just hated the lessons. And um, yeah, and I, I think I went away for a while. I had to travel or something. Uh, years, this is going back, gosh, 2002 or something like that. And uh, yeah, I know when I, I came back and I didn't, I didn't resume, but I always promised myself I would, I would do it. I've always just always been like in love with it and I've always wanted to do it, but um no, I've never done it. Huh. I hope to. We could do what a what a great two two man band would be, an accordion and Dude. piano. So good. <laughs> uh, Amen. Uh, brilliant. Brilliant. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, I well as I've I've taken up loads of your time. Thank you so much. I, I enjoyed doing that. I'm gonna get like another twenty questions and then um and, and give you a call and I hope you do this again. <laughs> yes. Uh I love it. Awesome. Uh, uh, you know, I didn't mention about closing song. Did, uh, uh, but I you... know, I know how this oh, goes. Brilliant. Thank you. May I ask <laughs> what you'll be sending everyone home super happy with? Yes. So it's a song by Los Alcos, who are a Denver-based band. Hey. Um, well, they're between Denver and Austin, so I'm still claiming them. Um, <laughs> but the song's called Rivera and it's like, it's just really beautiful. And the woman's voice is like kind of haunting. Like you feel like you're walking through fog and I just think it's great. And plus they're from my hometown. So it's a little taste of Denver. In la noche. 